for it. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Zoocast, Pakistan's first podcast dedicated to talking about sustainability with Meher and Fiza. Today we have an exceptional guest, Irtiza Albed. Now, Irtiza, in his own words, is very passionate about sustainability and climate change. He is also the TEDx ambassador for, to Pakistan and curates TEDx Lahore. He holds a bachelor's degree in engineering from NAST and also has an MBA from LAMS. So in today's episode, we will be discussing and focusing on the technical side of fast fashion. And we will be looking at the root cause from the production and development of the raw material to what drives um, intensive farming methods such as you know, consumers and fast fashion. So let's get started, Ikza. Firstly, great to have you on the show and welcome. And if you'd like to tell us a little bit about yourself. Ikza, welcome. Okay, Irtiza, let's get down to it. We have heard different definitions of fast fashion, but I think you can offer a different dimension. So how do you define fast fashion in the context of Pakistan? It can be in either. So in Pakistan context, I think uh, the best thing with defines fast fashion is that when you launch the season, the volume number two or volume number five is So in every season, you have like these four or five screens. So basically, the theoretical definition of fast fashion is that it's so fast from this design stage to the end retail uh, shop where you have a dress or a dress. So this is the fast fashion. So conventionally, it used to be that and the designers used to take courses for their sweet time to basically come up with interesting designs. Then it went through a process starting from cotton to the end, finished product. Then it was basically stitched by artisans and then finally marketed and through their stores. But because past question is so automated, so competitive, and they play on a volume, so time in the Pakistani context, you see these ads that are dropping new designs every Thursday. It's a very popular dialect by one of the shoe, uh, shoe manufacturers over here. Similarly, so they drop in like new designs every uh, few weeks uh, during the season. So this is what was fast fashion is that the supply chain is so agile and mean that you can do from scratch to the end product. Okay, great. So this is what, uh, Simplified version of last question is, but the concept that came from on a global level, what do you think? Your sound is a little, um, it's a little bit of 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 a little no, no, you carry on. It's all right. You carry on. So, uh, this was the concept. It's not from uh, conception to the execution stage. This is what fast fashion is. Okay. So, when it comes to sustainability, Irtiza, you know, most of the sustainability lies at the raw material stage. So, if we're talking about, let's say, it's summertime now. So, we're going to talk about cotton, the cultivation of cotton. 
you know, could you talk us through the process and the areas of concern, especially issues that farmers and cotton pickers who are majority female undertake to produce cotton for sale as we buy it in urban areas? So, we sustainability, it's a lot of different So, by virtue of profitability or complete business sustainability, the first question is a very sustainable business model. A lot of these companies are making in terms of money, so from a business to economic perspective, it's a very sustainable thing. But from its human impact, from its environmental impact, from its human impact, Normally, uh, in business, we go, we choose these three words, planet, profit, and the people. So, for profits, it's very sustainable, but not for the planet, not for the people. Uh, I interesting part when we start about the raw material or the we start at the stage, uh, it starts from the cotton. This is one aspect of it. But sustainability it's not just about the environmental uh, or the safety hazards, but also the Wage gaps that exist over there. Because so, we have cotton, uh, cotton pickers, and in conditions, we have more kind of wages they are earning. So, if we talk about land holding, agriculture, and China, so it's a very concentrated uh, market. Where few uh, landlords have very high, very large uh, land ownership, but the majority of our farmers have very small ownerships. So, we have So, because the market or the pricing is driven by the papers, which have means which have efficiencies in the farm, more digital transparency of the prices. The price is regulated and the price is paid at a single price point to reach out of cost cutting. But the company already that they compromise on the safety of it. Seat, 
the sustainability model because you have to create, you have to make a profit. You have to sell ultimately. You know, you have to earn money in order to invest money. Do you feel that the economic side of it completely undermines sustainable methods of production and creation? Everybody is getting 
Often when we think about fast fashion, we always think about the end effects. Um, you know, fast fashion clothes end up in landfill, but that connection with the soil is so important. And I think a lot of people aren't aware of it because soil is actually one of it's actually the second largest carbon sink after the ocean. So we need good soil for you know controlling and regulating atmospheric carbon. And I think. It, it kind of explains, you know, why we look at other countries who are based, um, who, who like Pakistan are driven by agriculture. But, you know, in comparison, Pakistan is not really looking at more innovative ways. You know, there's things like circular farming now, there's um, how to reduce uh, soil degradation, there's even like hydroponics farming. But it seems like we're kind of still stuck in that. If we keep going in this cycle of using the GMO seeds, where, you know, we're kind of stuck in this negative cycle. And you've explained it so well it's because our consumers are driving this um, intensive farming method. So, and, you know, I think this link, we needed to make this connection between these two, maybe- because This is pretty much it, but very
Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with everything you're saying. And I think it's very important to yeah, issue highlight the awareness increase the So I think now we're coming to the end of our podcast. Um, wow. Is there any- is there anything- we have to do a session on water management with you. You've highlighted something that's very dear to me, Panika. The management mm-hmm. of water is very important. So perhaps we can have you on again to talk about water management. We're all in this together. We're all just trying to find yeah. a way and build something so that future generations can certainly live better and more sustainable living. So Fiza, over to you. So Fiza, before we close, do you have any you know, final remarks or anything that, you know, in a, in a sentence, what do you think is the most important thing that needs to happen to stop Pakistan from going towards this place? It's a global challenge, not just Pakistan. It's a global, like, conscious and new vision for concept. Whenever you are consuming or buying something, you have to be conscious of what you can or not. If you just open your wardrobe and you think already I have to go uh, to shoes, so you can see that extra pair of shoes or that show, uh, piece of clothes, so far we have to clear this thing. So once you realize that this is the impact of the greater planet and the higher ecosystem, then uh, you will think twice before by uh, Thank you so much for joining us, Yusuza. And it was honestly really, really insightful to have you on. It was but a- thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I hope I was able to share something worthwhile. No, 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 thank you. you. And we will definitely be having you on again. Water, that we must talk. It's necessary. Thank you, Sri. Allah,